0: from knoxville tennessee in the heart of the south and big orange country it's the ed and bob show number 58 good morning
1: good morning we talked, talked the, whole the whole day through, through. good, good morning. morning good morning to you and you and you
0: and you good hey morning.
1: ed good i'm gonna morning.
0: tell you good morning Great good morning bob day day. boy i'm glad
1: to be here why don't Show that's oh, going to be. I'm so pumped. Just so happy to be here.
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: mother, shining
0: you know, I never knew this no, would no, be this no, much, no,
1: much no. fun. Wow, well, I, I, I can't believe What did you say uh, this was it's eight, 58 oh, shows. I'm it was? 58? 58? Unbelievable. And I, I, I'll run into people and they'll go, I like that show you all do. I'm like, You listen? <laughs> you, really, yeah, okay. <laughs> you really do? Yeah, okay. You really do? Good morning, everybody out there. We appreciate every one of you listening and we appreciate you when you see us uh, come up and say, Hey, I like that. Hey, so anyway, you guys guys are all right. Yes, sir. This is the Ed and Bob show, and Mister Brantley's sitting across from me, and he's going to tell you what's coming up this half
0: hour. Oh, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about nursing homes. Who's watching them? The people who run those things, and what's are your loved ones in there? Mm. God bless them if they are. So anyway, that's we're going to talk about that. We've got mail. Ooh, we got mail from Clinton from high school. We have complaints
1: hmm Where would we be without complaints? <laughs> All right, let's get this thing started and talk about right. some things in the news. Okay. What one you
0: got? Well, one thing is we got about 200 CEOs signed a letter to, I guess they sent it to Congress or the president, and the letter appeared in the New York Times full page. These company representatives said that this is what they said. They said reproductive health care is a mounting list of states, and when these states have banned abortion, it is bad for business. I thought, what the heck? Here you are getting involved in that? Are what? you kidding me? I mean, businesses should not be involved in political things like this. It's none of their business. These are private matters between a husband, a wife, and their doctor. That's amazing. It's, I mean, CEOs don't have anything to do with this. And I think these companies, I wouldn't shop with them because of that. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's just like what we said on that past show about Nike. It's just it's amazing what they're doing. And I also have an wow. inside look at U.S. Congress here.
1: Oh, you're, you're, we're going to get a bird's-eye view? We're going to hear well, some it's a, it's inside a, stuff? Well, no, not really. Oh, okay.
0: This is their perks and pay. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were going to raise their salary by $4,500, right, but they voted right. it down, right? Yeah. Anyway, the current salary for most lawmakers, $174,000. It would have been 210900 had they received the pay raises since 2009, but they didn't get that. But here's some other things you might want to know. The Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, gets 223,500. The President Pro Temper of the Senate, Chuck Grassley, gets 193,4. House Majority Leader St- uh, Stoney Hoyer, 193,4. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, 193,4. Senate Majority Leader, the same thing. In addition to six-figure salaries, being elected to office comes with a number of perks. Ooh, really? Like what? Well, they have access to both 401K-style plans and also pensions, two of them. The thrift savings plan is a tax deferred investment similar to a 401 and they can take a full pension at the age of 62 if they've served for at least 5 years and even sooner if they've served longer. So if they're over 50 they get it even sooner.
1: What well, if you take somebody that's never had a job and has served for 40 years? <laughs> they're a double dip <dipping>, and triple dip. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, well, you know we got uh, you know we got uh, you know, we've got people in there that have never had a job of no, being elected never, official. Never, never. Well, like Senator. I'm sorry to get sidetracked. Go ahead. Oh, Senator Rick Scott from
0: Florida. Okay. Yep. Yep. He served for 33 years. He is eligible for a funded pension worth more than 102 thousand dollars, if they retire in 2019. Hmm. And also, they pay into Social Security, so they get that, too. Surviving spouses, a family of a lawmaker who has died, will receive a full year's worth of salary. According to the Office of Personal Management, federal employees enjoy the widest selection of health plans in the country. And also, they get reserved parking at airports. No
1: way! Yeah! (laughs) Well, you can't expect them to park far away and have to carry their bags and here's how much money
0: they get to run their office. Okay. You know, yeah. Put a sign up, furnish it, all that. Nine hundred forty-four thousand six hundred seventy-one dollars each. Yes, that's what Burchett got to fix his office. You think he spent that on his office?
1: I whoa! Thanks so. for whoa, whoa. Well, you know, and also Pelosi. Mm-hmm. She basically has an Air Force One kind of. You know, she has a huge uh, United States Air Force. Jet. Well, yeah. To, to carry her staff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about a little plane with no, six seats. No. And she also has a huge, like 30, crosswalk. 40, 50 seats. She has yeah. that to go. You know where she's from? San Francisco. Exactly. How many times she flown back and forth?
0: Back and forth every week. Oh. And also she has the big, big detail of uh, security people yeah, yeah, yeah. going with her too. So lawmakers get free reserve parking at DC area airports while they get reserved seats on multiple flights, only having to pay for one. Oh, really? Yeah, they only pay for one seat, but they get multiple seats. They don't want anybody near them. Really? Don't bother
1: me while I'm doing some congressional stuff. And while
0: the District of Columbia prohibits smoking in public places, places, the law does not apply to the functions and property of the federal government. So this means that lawmakers can smoke in their offices or anywhere else they want
1: to. Now, I've heard also in D.C., Supposedly, now I haven't been up there enough, but you tell me if this is true. This is what I've heard. You know, when you're going to the airport, yeah. there's a road in the middle of the interstate. Yeah. And it's only for use by Congress. Yes. yes. They're the only ones allowed to use that road so they can never be slowed down. Amazing. It's true. Wow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they're just like us. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll tell you something else that I'm amazed with with Congress What's is the, the the increasing awareness of this Democrat, New York Democrat, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. I mean, she's a freshman, a freshman.
1: Yeah.
0: She's never served in office before. And all of a sudden, she's a spokesperson for the Democratic Party. Yeah. She's everywhere. She's, she's on TV. She's in everything, and they quote her on every issue.
1: She went down to the border and said that we're, we're running concentration camps. Remember that? Exactly. What an insult to exactly. people that know what a concentration exactly. camp is.
0: But this is just amazing. It's just yeah. amazing how fast this girl has moved from being a freshman senator where she doesn't know anything
1: well, because to suddenly she's a spokesperson. Because knowledge is not as important anymore. It's how... how how big a headline you can make with whatever you say, whether it's true or not. Yeah. And that's it. Well, all right, got to move along, Ed. All right. Sorry, that's the news. Now right. it's time for your question of the day.
0: All right, my question of the day is this. Would you like a Tennessee license plate that says on it, God bless Tennessee?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. I do. Well, now think about it. God it, it, bless
0: Tennessee. We see God bless America.
1: Is, is, that, is that bad? I, no. I want, the, I want to be blessed. I, I mean, goodness <laughs> sakes, God bless Knoxville. God bless, God bless my neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think people would buy it like crazy. Is that a possibility? I don't think so, but we'd have to get a lot of people to sign up for it. Once you get them all signed up, they'll they'll print them.
1: Right now, it's just uh, come have a vacation here
0: yeah. or something. But I think that's a I just think it would really go. Over I way. like it. Yeah. God bless Tennessee.
1: There you go. That's I love it. I'm in there. I'm, I'm ready for that one. All right. Here's my question for the day. Ed. would you want to start a family reunion for your family once a year? Yeah. Or has the world shrunk so much with Facebook and texting and all that stuff? To where you don't need it anymore because you can see and do everything. You can find out everything your family's doing all across the glo- around the world yeah. in, in an instant. Well, I'll, uh, have you ever had a family reunion? Now, now
0: my brother and his wife do this every year. They they rent a lake house okay. and they the whole family goes. Okay, and they How
1: days. many is the whole family? Well, the whole family is they about
0: ten or twelve. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but it's not. It's not. Knuckles and all of that. So I think you're right. I I admire black people because I see their T-shirts. Mm-hmm. They you know like the Smith family reunion and mm-hmm. it will say in, in Dalton, Georgia or something, and they wear the T-shirts. You know, and they and they actually have this family reunion because they're pretty close about that. I think that's a great idea.
1: Would you go if there was a Brantley family reunion? Yes, even if you didn't know the people. Yes, but you're a Brantley and you must be connected. And yes, come on. Yes. Really? Yes.
0: Well, one time I oh. went to the cemetery up in Union County yeah. and they were having a reunion. Right. And um, they, I guess in the
1: cemetery. Yeah,
0: they're in the reunion. Yeah, Oh, good. And place. they have that place to eat, you know, under the <laughs> shed and all of that. <laughs> There's Uncle Joe. I'm yeah, you well, actually, it's my grandmother's <laughs> buried there, and, and and I found I met members of my family. And Did I'll, you really? Yeah, and I I wish I knew what, what the date it was every year because I would go back. Well, that's pretty. Incredible. I loved it.
1: I loved it. Yeah. Well, the older you get, the more you more people in your family. I guess you would know. Yeah. Uh, do you ever go back to Virginia? No, no, not really. I was born in Appalachia, Virginia, a little coal mine town that's probably about a half a mile by a half a mile. Uh, but no, I don't know. Do you have
0: family reunions here? No. You ever get your son to fly in from
1: California? No. <laughs> How am I doing? You're not doing that. Well. <laughs> okay, we gotta move along. <laughs> oh man! All right, we we'll tell everybody what our topic's going to be. Then you got a sponsor.
0: Yes, I do. Our our topic today is nursing homes. Are loved ones getting loved, or are they getting pushed by the wayside in those nursing homes? And I know you've got some opinions about that. But first, let me tell you about the good folks at Gentry Griffey. They've been locally owned and operated. as a funeral home out in Found City since 1948. That would be six, seven, eight, two years after I was born. Wow, okay. That's how old I am. So if you are planning a service or a funeral unexpectedly you know how difficult it can be during a stressful and emotional time and that's why you need the professionals at Gentry Griffin they'll make this process as easy and streamlined as possible making sure to note all wishes and exceed every expectation they promise and also pre-planning can give you the peace of mind and remove those stressful decisions from your loved one imagine going in you have a loved one that died and you go into Get Griffin and say, Well, I gotta make arrangements for so and so here. And they pull out a file and they say, It's already been done. Wow. It's wouldn't all that, taken wouldn't care of. that
1: be an incredible feeling? It's I mean, all taken care of. And you know, it'd be done the way they wanted it. Yeah.
0: She selected everything she wanted and it's all been done, mm, taken yep. care of. Yeah. So that's something. Yeah, and they do that, and they do such a good. Have you job. done yours? And, no. <laughs> I, said, I have said. I promise you, I've said three or four times, I'm going to go out there and do it. Have, but you haven't done it. No. And yes. you and you know, if you go to Gentry Griffey, they'll honor any. You know, if you're buried in Washington or something. Well,
1: and, and here's the thing, Eric Botts out there that runs Gentry Griffey and I are close friends, as he is with Ed. I've already told him. I've told Eric seriously. I mean, face to no. face, Eric. You will oversee my funeral. Yeah. Well, he'll oversee
0: and, my cremation.
1: And he said, he, you know, his response was, it would be my honor. Yeah. And it, and it really touched me. I mean, yeah, really. He, he really takes it very seriously. Yeah. And it's just wonderful people. And, and uh, wow. Well, they've got some affordable
0: packages, and they're just a phone call away. Go on their website, GentryGriffy.com, GentryGriffy.com. I may go on there and sign somebody up.
1: <laughs> Me? <laughs> All right, it's time for us to get to our topic of the day. It's nursing homes, or if you want to call it assisted living, whatever you call it. Are our loved ones getting loving attention? Who's making sure the nursing homes are doing what they say they will do? I was looking here, and it says nearly two million Americans are in long-term care facilities. And abuse and neglect against the elderly are national concerns. A federal nursing home regulation state, quote, the resident has the right to be free from verbal, sexual, physical, and mental abuse, corporal punishment, and involuntary seclusion, unquote. Doesn't mean it's happening. And we do not want to paint a picture uh, or paint everybody in the same picture, but what's your take on, on on this concern about assisted living and, and nursing homes, uh, about how you can feel confident that your loved ones are taken care of correctly? Well, there's
0: there's a couple of things you have to take into consideration. First of all, can you afford the, the nursing yeah, home? Yeah, it's
1: expensive.
0: Because... A lot of nursing homes, the ones that give the best care, are very expensive, mm-hmm. and then and then you have to get in. A lot of times they're full. Now, when my father went into a coma, our physician, God bless him, said, "Don't worry about it, Ed. I'll take care of it." And he got him right in. And of course, he he was in a he was he was comatized, so it didn't it didn't make any difference. Right. To but the care made a difference. My mother was in a nursing home. And and what I did with her was I visited many times, all hours of the days, on different days, and met the staff, got to know the staff. But the top complaint across the country for at least the last five years has been related to discharge or eviction from a nursing home. The, The reason varies, but often it's just because facilities are claiming that they can't meet the residents' needs any longer, so they're tr- trying to transfer them to another nursing home. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, they may be transferred to a hospital for an assessment or treatment, and then they're not readmitted in the nursing home. So what do you do?
1: Let me give you two thoughts. Okay. First of all, I think <clears throat> I'm going I'm to be on both sides of this. Okay. If I run a nursing home or assisted living, it's tough to get people to want to do that job. Well, you a minimum, fair minimum wage. Yeah, but it's not a fun job. No. Taking care of people that can't no. take care of themselves. It's not a fun job. You're cleaning up after them. They've wet the bed. You're you're feeding them. It's it's not the ideal job. So like you said, it's a minimum wage job. Mm-hmm. So what kind of people will you attract with that? So, but if it's a very expensive, some, I mean, if somebody is being paid high wages to do this, And they find the the cream, the cream of the people, uh, to do this work and take care of your loved one, it's going to be expensive. Yes. So, if I'm running an assisted living, I've got to decide, am I going to have the best staff? And I'm, and I'm going to charge a lot because I'm going, people want the best staff. So I'm going to charge a lot. And then I sit there and I've got half the rooms filled. I'm start thinking maybe this isn't the way to go about it. I need to cut my uh, expenses over it. Yeah, you know, and and so then do I start compromising? Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden I'm not necessarily what I want it to be.
0: Well, no, there's there's a difference. I see some TV ads of places where they they've got a theater in the building and they they are all sitting around drinking wine and. Waving from the balcony and all that. Now that's not what I'm thinking about. That's no, we're not, not what talking, I'm
1: talking about, about a retirement home.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about a nursing home where you get where you get medical care. You, they give you your medications, and you have you're in a hospital bed type yes, atmosphere. Yes. Okay, yes. so it's not a it's not a bedroom type thing. It's a hospital room type.
1: It's not you and I retiring. We're going down to but, a, a retirement home, and and you and I are going to chase all the retired women.
0: Yeah. You know, now there is there is some there are some things that have been reported before. For instance, where the medical staff was taking the patient's medication. Oh gosh. And that happens all the time. Also, the, the 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 I said medical staff. They're not really medical, but this is, the staff will over overdose them and just make mm-hmm. them just like a zombie.
1: Let me. We we've got you know. Last show, we asked if anybody had a story to tell. Please write us, and we would include it. I want to. I'm going to read this as quickly as I can, but it's very touching. Dear Ed and Bob, I am writing to share a family situation and hope the two of you are able to speak about it on the air and share with others. I have a sibling which had to go into an assisted living dementia nursing home facility. Over the last 18 months, he has deteriorated, somewhat losing most of his vision and has had difficulty moving around and hand coordination is tough due to Parkinson's. He is staying at a place within 30 miles of Knoxville. He was in the medical profession, had a practice for 25 years. He is just in his early 60s. Here's the problem. We noticed he was sleeping a great amount of time. Oftentimes, the clothes he had on were not his and were too small. He was always hungry. He was always thirsty. His bed would not be made. On several occasions, not only was it not made, but it was stripped of any sheets or blankets, and he was just sleeping on a mattress. The facility asked and stated they needed to put him in coveralls because he would try to find his way to the bathroom and miss the toilet. They put him in diapers. We said no to the coveralls, and we were told several weeks ago that he had become aggressive, which was something family members had never witnessed. We were also advised to prepare for the end of life by talking about hospice and do not resuscitate. They said to look for this to occur within six months. He was given a lot of medication. He became sluggish and never left his room. They said we needed to get him into evaluation at a psych hospital because he was aggressive. He had lost 22 pounds in one month. So we started bringing him food and drink, and he would devour everything we brought. He went to his hospital this hospital, And it was discovered he was taking seven different psychotic medications along with other medicines. The person prescribing the medications at the facility was not a doctor nor a physician's assistant. So they immediately took him off three of the meds. Two were reduced from two times a day to one times a day. And his Parkinson's medication was changed significantly. He stayed in this hospital eight days. We witnessed at the facility that he was not being fed, he was over-medicated, and was spoken to rudely. We had to return him there until another room could be available somewhere else. The first week there, family members visited and found him standing by a bed, a urine-soaked bed. He was soaking wet, and he was hungry and very thirsty. We will move him soon. Please let others know the family has to stay involved. Putting someone in coveralls is against the law, we found. Telling the family that the patient would probably die soon is not right. They can't guess a dementia patient's lifespan. Even putting a belt on them backwards is against the law. There are many signs and signals to pick up for your loved ones. Thank you all for taking this letter. How How do we find an answer for this? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's just it. But how many people out there right now in in Knoxville... In the Knox County area or Tennessee area. Well, we got two million people in America or more living there. They're living in this and the and the the, the loved ones they they're working or they live out of state. Mm-hmm. And they can't go in there like mm-hmm. you were talking about mm-hmm. night and day right. to check on them. Right. Their only trust is in the facility. Right. Right. And I'm not trying to paint every and brush every place with the same brush.
0: And I would I would check when the when the, my mother's clothes would come back for the laundry. Because mm-hmm. they do it in the facility there. Uh, it wouldn't be your clothes. And that's what happened to him.
1: Exactly. Wouldn't it? It, wouldn't, it wouldn't be your I says,
0: Where's your clothes. They
1: mm-hmm. said, well, I don't know. Well, there's the, do you know there's the Older Americans Act? i would never even heard of that. I haven't even. Older Americans Act requires that every state in the United States has a program that have advocates for residents of long-term care facilities like Nursing Homes and Assisted Living. So I looked it up in the state of Tennessee. That is Lauren Owens. Lauren Owens. I'm going to give you her email and I'm going to give you her phone number okay. so you can call her. So if you're listening to this and you are concerned, it's, it's Lauren Owens at TN.gov. L-A-U-R-E-N dot Owens, O-W-E-N-S, at T-N dot G-O-V. She's a state employee. She represents all all the people in the state of Tennessee. Here's her phone number, 615-837-5112. So every state has one. That's the one for Tennessee. If you have a problem she's supposed to stand up for your loved one if there is a problem now
0: you know that the nursing homes are just all over
1: her with gifts oh no question everything else and but let me tell you what here's the other side of that you and i have been county commissioners we've been in politics Mm -hmm. and we stood up for a lot of people where government wasn't doing their job right and if she doesn't do her job and i don't know her you need to call your state representatives, your state senate, your governor. You need to make sure she does her job. Correct. Am I right? You're right, buddy. All right. All right. All right. You know where we are. Where are we? Oh, wow. we've got to move along oh, to yeah. other stuff here. Tell everybody what we've got uh, coming up, and then I've got a sponsor. Of the okay.
0: We've got, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the mailbox and complaints. we got some nice letters to read to you, and got a great complaint here.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I want to tell everybody about Rickby's <laughs> Aquarium of the Smokies. You know, we went up there to Gatlinburg recently. To, and uh, we visited uh, Ripley's. They've got so many different things there, believe it or not. They've got the Moving Theater. they got the Haunted Adventure, the uh, Mirror Maze, Mini Golf. And, of course, they've got the Aquarium, which Ed and I love. We like to go there and watch the um, the Mermaids, don't we? Oh, yeah, I love the Mermaids. Yes, sir. The Mermaids are doing the show. But what we're, I really like, too, is the Penguins. That is the coolest thing. <laughs> Those little things I are so was cute. that <laughs> They are so cute. So uh, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies, you said it was the top aquarium in the Uh, state. A
0: travel advisor says it's the top aquarium in the the country. I don't doubt it.
1: It is incredible. We had a wonderful time. And so get on by there. When you go to Gatlinburg, do not miss Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies and all the great Ripley's uh, entertainment uh, things. So there you go.
0: Whoa, what was that?
1: That's the first letter.
0: Kara from Clinton says, ooh, this Tell people to quit going the speed limit in the fast lane on the interstate? Yes. What does she want you to do?
1: Well, they just sit there and they go the speed limit, and you can't get past them. <laughs> you you want to
0: break the law to go around them?
1: No, I've seen them all the time. Yes, absolutely. The,
0: but, Bob, that's the fast
1: lane. Oh, no, you can go 10 it. miles an hour over the speed limit. That's who? And that's perfectly, I think, almost legal. So if you're going 55 in the left, far left lane, there's 18 lanes to your right, get the heck over. You can't do the speed limit on the fast lane. Come on, man.
0: Well, well, you're right. And and the fast lane is just that, a fast lane. And I see people all the time who get in that lane and stay in it. Now, they may be going okay, but they stay. You should. That's not a lane you stay in. And it's dangerous. You only, you only use it to pass. That's, yes. that's what the lane is for.
1: I saw a guy the other day driving down there, had a big trailer behind him, and he's just driving along. Yeah. Everybody's lined up behind him, trying to get past trying
0: him. Trying to go in the other lane. Now, my mother-in-law, yeah. she will get in the left lane, and I'll say, Helen, why are you doing this? Why are you over here in this? Well, I'm going to turn
1: off down here
0: <laughs> in eight miles.
1: <laughs> I got one for you. Okay. Back in the day when I would ride with my mom on the interstate... Uh-huh. She would do, get in the far left lane and go 55. Ooh. And I'd say, Mom, you probably should get over. Everybody's lined up passion. I'm going the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> I have the right to be in this lane. There you go. So there are people like that. And my mom is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Come on, there Mom, we doing and that. my mother-in-law is
0: one of them. Ah, oh, God. Lewis from high school says. <laughs> <Alex>. <laughs> Bear with me. Okay. How long is Knoxville going to keep dumping their trash here in Chestnut Ridge? Ooh. Is that the dump it's out on the Knox Anderson County
1: line? Yeah, it's in high school. Well
0: there. no, that is a commercial but that's a commercial thing. It's if you live up there, do you want it? Well, it's been there for twenty five
1: years. So how long does it take to fill that daggone thing? It's in?
0: overfilled
1: now. I duh. That's exactly they, they, what they that's they, what Lewis is trying to tell they you. They
0: started out with a valley and now it's a mountain.
1: It is when does it stop? When does this Knoxville quit dumping their trash somewhere on the edge of the county?
0: Well, now Knoxville has a dump in East Knox County. Too.
1: Yeah, but that yeah. and you know, I, you and I both found out the hard way, it's perfectly legal if you bury it certain depth and all this stuff and you don't have certain materials in there. Although tires, I found out at dumps Mm-hmm. Do you know tires will eventually work their way up to the top? They kind of like a bull. I don't know how. They, I don't. I don't know why or how. Oh yeah, I'm a bull. I get it now. It took me. A few, it takes me a little bit. But tires will always work their way up to the top.
0: Anyway, yeah. Chestnut
1: Ridge. I, I feel your pain. I mean, it's, like you said, it's been going on
0: forever. Well, it's owned by Waste Management, who who's now taken over Tennessee Trash. Yeah, and yours are going to go up. I know it. They're going to be driving those big, heavy trucks down the street and still those nice little white ones. But here's the thing.
1: Give me an example. In Los Angeles, the former dump of Los Angeles is now where Dodger Stadium is. There you go. Well, if it had kept going on for this, it, they'd be playing on a mountaintop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's called... Uh, uh, some ravine yeah. and it, but that once it got to a certain point then it went to another use and that's yeah. where Dodger Stadium is it's the old LA dump. Wow. So wait, how long is this going to keep on building? on well, do Ridge?
0: Well, let's, let's ask Randy Boy if he's going to put a ballpark out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to move along. Where are we? All right, here's where we are. Uh, we're, somewhere. Going, we're going to talk about future shows. Oh,
1: yeah. T- this is the Ed and Bob show. Tell everybody what's coming up and the next show. <laughs> Legalize
0: marijuana.
1: Woo, <laughs> baby.
0: Pass that thing over here. Oh, no. (laughs) So that's going to come up in the next show. We'll talk about that. And also, we have some complaints. I've got a complaint here for you.
1: Well, let's start with your complaint right now. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. All right.
0: A construction project has narrowed the number of open lanes, and these motorists have the audacity to shoot to the front of the line and cut into the remaining open lane amid a chorus of honks, yells, and gestures. So here's the deal. What's the deal? The left lane is closed ahead. Right. All right? Right. And they're going to merge into traffic. Well, these people are just zooming up there in the left lane and then getting over up there instead of staying way back a mile and a half in the lane that's passing. That's what
1: they should be doing.
0: No. Yes. Yeah, you're right. They should be zooming on up there.
1: You're supposed to use both of those lanes to merge. Otherwise, you're doubling the length. Of the backup. You know what it's called? Dumb, dumbass? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's called the zipper method.
1: That's a, you know, like the like zipper. People too yeah. courteous is what it is. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be is the zipper. Yeah, that's right. You know, when I lived in Los Angeles, everybody knew that. They would go up to the, the very, they would use all lanes up to well, the very level where here. you have to merge. You don't do that here. No, they're now, too here,
0: nice. Now, here you'll have a tractor trailer truck block the other lane.
1: I, well, I've seen that too. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, and everybody's stupid. happy about Don't you it. pass
0: me. Yeah, I've, I've been waiting. And everybody's happy. I've been sitting in this lane now for thirty minutes That's you're right. not getting around me.
1: That's bizarre. People don't understand. You're supposed to use both lanes to the last second. But I think people are in the south are too nice. They're yeah. like, Oh no, we're going in two miles up there, we're going to merge to one lane. I'm going to stay here in this one lane and we're going to back up for ten miles. Yeah. But everything's fine. Well, it makes
0: a more severe backup.
1: It does. It doubles it, does. it.
0: Yeah, but now the other side of that is, is if you go up the the little lane to merge over, you got to let them in. Yes. Now, yeah, you got you got to do the zipper thing. You know, you get in, go next. You get in. You know,
1: you you hear about people in L.A. are such terrible people and drivers and so forth, but I, I think because traffic is so bad there, they get it, they understand it, and you go up there and when you you everybody's up at the thing, it's every other one. It's no big deal. That's right. They did. They know how to do it. Here. It's like, no, you're not getting in here. Nope. I'm attached uh, nope, to the bumper nope, nope, in front nope. of me.
0: That's right. That's
1: exactly <laughs> right. It's nuts.
0: That's, Come on, that's man. Right. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it drives me nuts. It's almost embarrassing to get in the left lane.
1: Well, yeah, they shame you. Yeah, and then they tractor it. trailer cuts yeah, and run got you got off the road. Well, I know it. They're going to block it. You're not getting over here. <laughs> All right, I, I got complaint? a complaint. I saw this the other day. You won't believe it. Okay, so. Let's say you take your car in to get it fixed, right? Mm -hmm. And you're hoping your dealer says, Hey, Ed, I got a car for you to drive while we're working on your new car. And you're going, hot dang. Oh, boy, it's that new one. And you get out there and you get in it and it's got... Signs all the way around it. They're on the back. They're down the other side, and on the back window, you can't even see out of it because it says Joe Blow's a Chevrolet Loner Car. So my question to you, Mr. Brantley, do you want a loaner car that is actually a, a driving billboard? I mean, that's an insult to me. If I went out there and the dealer gave me that, I go, you know, yeah. just just keep it. It was embarrassing. I won't yeah. tell you who the dealership was, yeah. but it was wrapped all the way around the car, mm-hmm. and the and the topper was the back window, completely covered with "so and so car dealership mm-hmm. loaner car." I like it. I haven't. I have not used it in a long time. But
0: this dealership that I used to use a whole lot would say, "Ed, we're going to have to give you a loaner on this. Uh, what do you want to drive?"
1: Yeah. Well, that's a, that's the way it should be. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to put you in a very expensive car, and you're you're going to fall in love with it, and you're going to go tell your wife, man, that was a nice car. You know what I can do? I can talk on my phone without touching anything. I can talk on my phone without touching anything. Listen, the dealership I used to deal with all the time, that's what they did. They always made sure. And it wasn't just me. It was for everybody. They put you in a brand-new car. They had all the bells and whistles, and you were going to fall
0: in love. Well, I'll give you an example about one car they put me into, and I did not know this, and they didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. But when you stopped the motor quit, and then when you pushed on the gas, oh yeah, you know, yeah, the electric motor or up again. A I thought, thing. What is going so, on here? It's
1: quiet. <laughs> I can hear myself back. My motor died. <laughs> it is a crazy feeling. A it freak. really is. is. But would you listen? If you're a car dealer. Don't mark up your loaner cars. It's an insult to your customers. Don't do that. It's an insult to you. It is. It's making you drive a billboard around. Yeah. All All right. right. we got to move along. All All right. right. Tell everybody how they can listen to us. All right. We're on uh, our
0: website at edandbob.com. That's where Mm -hmm. the Ed and Bob Show is available at. And also, you can put comments on there, too, right down the right-hand corner, edandbob.com. Download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe. You'll get all those benefits. On Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable Tune In. Then tell Alexa to go to Tune In. She'll ask you what you want to hear. You tell her exactly this Ed and Bob Show.
1: That's just that easy. It's easy. All right. If you want to comment, go to edandbob.com there in the comment section. You can also email us uh, at Ed and Bob at yahoo dot com, and be sure to follow us on Twitter. It is Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. <laughs> Facebook dot com is uh, slash Ed and Bob. Uh, let's see any corrections, Ed.
0: Well, I'm gonna correct everybody on the interstate about merging. <laughs>
1: get that you think, straight. I'll bet you they run me off the road. What do you think? Uh, they should. Yeah. Hey, I got a shout out for you. Ray okay. Jenkins listens to us <laughs> oh, all the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Wow. Our buddy Ray, what a fine gentleman. We yeah. appreciate that. Ed, what's our next show? Uh, next show? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Bob. It's about marijuana. Ooh. Mary you, Jean? Are you, yeah, are you growing any? No, I know. Is it is it coming? Is it going to be legalized? Will would we, be growing it out there in Loudoun County? Whoa. <laughs> See you next
0: time. Okay, buddy. I heard her and she hugged back
1: Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep
0: grinning If this is just a beginning
1: My life is gonna be beautiful I have sunshine up to spread it's just like the fella said Tell me quick and I'll Check, one, two, one, two, one, two.